0: What's up you guys, welcome to the January 26th edition of the Rotor World Fantasy Basketball Podcast, I'm Mike Gallagher getting ready to break down a light four game Thursday with a pretty decent amount of impact that happened, I'll talk a little bit bit about today and some second half stashes, check out Jonas Nader's column out there for the round table, a lot of names to keep in mind, with me to do so as you may have guessed, Jonas Nader, what's up man?
1: What's up, man? About that to talk was... about some Miles Turner killing our fantasy teams too. Dude. Out
0: again. Yeah, man. Um, if you, I don't. One of my teams with Turners, I had D'Angelo and Conley, and the team's cool. stacked like I have Oladipo, and I pretty much hit on like Murray, and like I pretty much hit everywhere else except for those three guys getting hurt. So I'm still yeah. kind of in the mix.
1: So. What are we expecting when he gets back, though?
0: Um, I don't think we can say top 20 anymore.
1: No, I don't think so either.
0: Uh, I still think, I mean, the blocks are huge. I mean, he was leading the league in blocks before he got hurt, so. I Not think the, makes the blocks him.
1: gives him a top, I mean, a bottom, a top 50 floor, basically. Yeah. But yeah. how far he can go up, like, his offense just hasn't been there this year. Yeah,
0: and I mean, the good news is the Pacers are in the playoff hunt, so no shutdown risk. And yeah. bonus has kind of cooled off a little bit, so.
1: I was talking to the end of this league, guys, and we were like, "So why is Miles Turner like disappointing?" You know, we we're like, "Well, maybe Sabonis is the best player in the NBA. That's why." Yeah, man. <laughs> like he came out of nowhere this year.
0: Yeah, he really—he's—he's he's the big surprise, man. Yeah. Um, with the guys that, like, we talked about, guys that we missed on, and earlier was Marquise Chris, who's back tonight. It sounds like, and also a lineup change. So we actually want to talk about that really fast. So guesses on this lineup, It's... Uh, it's gotta they gotta start Booker at the point guard. Sad's
1: making, making another lineup change. Right, shocking, right? Well, I didn't see that. Uh, yeah, so, uh,
0: well it, it may be it may be back from the change that it was before, so it could just be Chris Bender. Right. Then, holy Bender. He was like he gave us such a little tease when, when Chris got hurt and then he just whoa, he flamed out bat <laughs> so pick up Chris if he's out there right now.
1: Yeah, it wasn't like four bad games in a row for Bender, he's,
0: dude. He's so bad, man. Yeah. Def- and not even just stats wise. He just was lost and missing yeah. open shots all day. Oh, so,
1: that's a shame too. I, I remember he had that huge game against Houston. It's like, okay,
0: maybe he is going to be good. Yeah, nope, he's got upside, man. He can block. He can steal. He hits threes. Yeah, but it didn't happen. So what's they did roll Bender at the five. So uh, if I'm I'm rooting for Booker. Just straight-up nuts. Just, like, all-length lineup. Booker, Warren, Jackson, Bender, and Chris. Just go, like, one, try to keep as much evenness to switch. Run run that lineup out there. Obviously, Daniel's probably a candidate to start, too. Been yeah, they good. have
1: to give Daniels more run. He's earned it all year, I think. Yeah. He's been awesome.
0: He's been as good as Booker's been. He's really been their best shooter. Yep, uh, He deserves a sneaky pickup, man. U.S. is just not good.
1: Uh, is it the ankle surgery or something? Because last year... He was, he was pretty good last year. This he was year, good just... on
0: volume, though. He wasn't like great per minute. Yeah. He just had volume.
1: Yeah. So, but, uh, what, what lineup do you want to... I, I want to see Booker, Daniels, um, Warren, uh, Chris, and I want to see Monroe, man. Yeah? Yeah, I want to see Monroe. I don't.
0: He's been <laughs> playing pretty well. But yeah, yeah, I think besides my Booker, Jackson, Warren, Chris, Bender lineup, I think swapping out Jackson for Daniels would make sense. Yeah, like that's Jackson's that's probably the that. that's probably like if you're the most if you want want to win a game, that's probably and also yeah. develop like they really need to figure out what they're gonna they need to figure out what they're gonna do with point guard which could actually be Booker, long term and they need a, they need a big man. so they need to identify if Chris can although Chris being your last line of defense with his foul trouble, yeah is, is always going to be risky.
1: Jackson's been really good by the way, for it's about been a better part. a lot better yeah yeah.
0: Um, cutting, man. It feels like he's been hanging around TJ Warren a lot lately. He's made a lot of really nice backdoor cuts. That's kind of Warren's signature move, man. He's one of the best cutters in the NBA.
1: Efficiency, too, is up. So, so. Yeah. that's the big thing with him.
0: Yeah, making three pointers. It's still got that funky looking shot, but um, yeah. pretty cool. So before we get down to the Thursday breakdown, I just want to take a second to talk about the Winter Olympics coming up, man. Are you pumped for that? You have any favorite favorite events that you watch for the Winter Olympics?
1: This is gonna surprise you, but I've actually never seen the Winter Olympics. Really? Call it because of my schedule or whatever you want. I've never had a chance to see the Winter Olympics, and I've always wanted to, but it just hasn't happened yet.
0: Well, it's it's uh, in China, so before the games are on, there's gonna be a lot of stuff on and all the NBC networks. I like I like anything, man. I like I'll, I like curling actually. I think curling's really cool. I know people will probably dog me for that, but. Is that the thing <laughs>
1: where they push, like, the things yeah, in the, the ice? Yeah, the grooves and stuff.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is fun. Like if you ever play, like, shuffleboard or even, like, the the bar shuffleboard, it has, like, the sand on it and stuff. I don't and understand, I understand what
1: they're doing playing. when they're, like, in front of it, like, scraping the ice. Like, what are they doing? Well, basically,
0: you're smoothing it out to make it go to either speed Fast it up, period. slow it down. Yeah, you could also, if there's, like, some, if there's, like, a little bump, it'll change the rotation on it. It's pretty pretty neat, man. Huh. So, Yeah. Uh, for inter- insider coverage of the 17 intense days of the competition in China, listen to the official NBC Olympics podcast, The Podium. Uh, you can scri- subscribe on all your podcasts and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Okay, so back to NBA action. Again, only four games, but a lot of, kind of a lot happened. A um, couple teams kind of folded late. Uh, let's start with one of those teams that did. That was the Miami Heat. So we'll talk about the losers first. And, man, Whiteside, not a great close from him. Uh, they really struggled late with their lineup of Drogic, Ellington, J. Rich, um, Johnson, and then Whiteside, who had a bad offensive screen, illegal screen, uh, with 21 seconds left that let the De'Aaron Fox dunk, which you probably yep. have seen. Um, Tyler Johnson's probably going to be back soon. Do you have any sort of impact here? Um, with Whiteside, who I don't know, he probably hurt himself last night. Didn't really play well either. Uh, 8 um, 14 uh blocking steal. So, is he a trade candidate? I don't he's think back. so, man. It feels like he's played like
1: one fourth quarter in the last three months. It feels that way. It hasn't happened, but yeah. Um, Bam out of bio is such a good fit in that offense, man. Better than the Whiteside, I think. Um, I'd be worried if I owned him. Very worried. Yeah, I'm not. Like, I mean, we used to, we used to worry about Olenek, and now it's not Olenek. Now it's about you have to worry about with Whiteside.
0: Yeah, yeah. He hurt, and he's he was not closing games out up until, a couple like about a week ago. He's been starting yeah. to close more consistently, but um, I I still, all right. I mean, that was a bad loss, man. It was. They gave up so many easy buckets, turnovers. Drogic had one.
1: This was supposed to be a revenge game for Whiteside too, right? Kings passed on him. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. So. I, I would probably consider him a by-low man at this point, because he hasn't really been playing too well. He was getting kind of hot earlier.
1: What's his ceiling, do you think?
0: We can, we kind of know. I mean, he's 20, 20, and 14 with three blocks. Like, he can definitely do that. Yeah. So, we know, we know he could be a top 10 kind of a player. And um, he's shooting the ball well from the line, too. 74% this season. Yeah. So, he's been be- even better lately. So,
1: I guess the good news is Miami's competitive, too. That helps.
0: Yep, for sure. I, I don't think... I mean, they're, they're playing well, man. Like, they were yeah. one of the best teams over the last, like, 15 games or so. Yep. So, and they're... Yeah, they're Zero awesome.
1: all-stars. Zero all-stars. Josh Richardson should have been it or Dragic.
0: Yeah, and they're they're amazing on the road. They're one of the best road teams in NBA. Mm-hmm. So, a um, bad home loss yesterday against a team they shouldn't have lost to. Uh, also, the other takeaway, too, Wayne Ellington, I think, is going to be pretty legit, even when Tyler Johnson comes back. Uh, you look at where the men's going to come from. You see 27 minutes going to Winslow, and then 15 going to airplane mode, Derrick Jones Jr. So, that accounts for pretty much all your TJ time.
1: Got so. a crazy stat for, for Ellington. It's, no player in NBA history has attempted a higher percentage of shots from behind the line. It's just 83.5% of his shots are from three.
0: What was that one time? Corver uh, had like forty straight threes or something. Yeah, like he had nothing <laughs> inside. So, yeah, we still haven't seen him take twenty threes. Soon enough, though, it'll um, happen, man. Yeah, it's he, he's gonna get there. So, anybody else, heat wise, before we move to Kings?
1: Um, not really. Josh Richardson, his shots kind of trailing off just a little bit, but he'll be fine.
0: And still, I thought it was important that he took the last shot of the game.
1: Yeah, I, don't, I didn't see any other starters out there, too. They left them in. So
0: Yeah, they, they were like, all right, you shoot it. So And then also, to one other note on Jay Rich, uh, with about 840 left in the third, they came out flat, Spo pulled everybody except for Jay Rich. Yep. So he obviously trusts him a lot. Okay, so moving to the Kings. So we talked about how they fell off. The lineup that took advantage was... Fox, Bogdan, Buddy Heald, Zebo, and Willie Colley Stein. That unit's actually been pretty decent over the last two games they've played. Uh, just actually yesterday, they played 12 minutes together plus 58.0 net rating. But obviously, with Zebo there's the rest factors just to run this down. So, game one, it was Vincent Zebo. Game two, it was Vincent Temple. Three, Kufis and Hill. That was the Zebo revenge game. Also, Scalabis here missed the second game, who also was hurt yesterday. Played through that shoulder thing, so be careful there. Uh, then Zebo and Temple, Kufus and Hill, Hill and Vince. So, not too much of a pattern. Um, and
1: keep in mind, Zebo is also supposed to play the last game, but the Kings forgot to circle him on the active sheet. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. So,
0: yeah, that's Kang's for you. So, yeah. it, it's pretty much like Vince is going to miss a game once every other or so, and then Temple and Hill are kind of alternating, I think is the plan. Because so, the last four games, it's been Hill. Um, hill a lot it's been hill the last three so you would think temple is going to sit the next one hill sat out
1: two straight right yes Hmm. so i think maybe they're just protecting him from a trade maybe yeah i think so he'll probably
0: sit like every two two out of four two out of three yeah so any of those guys i mentioned like even zebo i don't have a problem cutting him it's going to stink but i don't
1: know there's basically four players you want to own in the kings right now it's healed bogdan fox and willie
0: yep i'm with that that's um, it. <laughs> we haven't really seen anybody else step up. scout scal's hurt, man. He was playing through that shoulder thing. I don't really see yep. him playing big minutes, man. Like they may they might as well just shut him down until the break. Yep. Because he don't he don't look great. Right. He still has the Kinesio tape on his shoulder and everything. But Buddy Hill was really good yesterday. I thought it was one of his best games. He had seven points in like a two, three minute stretch down the down the stretch. Also scored 15 in his first 12 minutes. Handled the ball more. Still not really doing much outside of score. Mini Wiggins, I call him all the time. Uh, do, we pretty he did much up more
1: steals though. Yeah,
0: we pretty Finally. much. Do we still think that Bogdan is the the preferred own over Healed then?
1: I would think so, just because Bogdan he could get you like four or five assists. He also gets a couple blocks here and there. Um, I guess it comes down to team need. If you're if you're needing three-pointers, I think Healed has a slight edge, but yeah, I'd rather own Bogdan. What yeah. About you?
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like usually there's if, if three-pointers are your need, then that's not a hard thing to pick up like Right. I'd rather just you could probably trade. Would you rather own El? Who would you feel about Ellington versus those two in a vacuum?
1: I would want Ellington over um Heald, but I'd want Bogdanovich over yeah, Ellington. Yeah, I think
0: so too. That's where I think team need would come into play just cuz he's so good for threes. Right. Um, also, Darren Fox, great game down the stretch. Last three minutes, he just took over. He looked like a superstar. So, is this kind of a, a springboard for him, you think?
1: I think it has to be. Yeah,
0: he's been dinged up at that quad injury last month, coming into this month, and then this little abdominal thing didn't cost him any playing time. So, yeah, he looks great. really
1: good in January. He's probably going to get 30-plus minutes every single night now. I mean, Kings, are, Kings have one active point guard if they're resting George Hill so much. So, it's really good news for him.
0: Yep, yeah. he had his... He was great on defense, man. Like the steals weren't really cheap, and he just changed the game. So, um, yeah, that's we've even we've seen Jaeger say before he can't wait to see what Heald looks. I'm sorry, what Fox uh, looks like in 24 months. So, yeah, definitely. three point
1: shot coming. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. That'd All right.
0: Huge. Anything else this game? Nope. Yep. Okay, so let's talk the Wizards, man. They're not playing well right now. The last nine games, they've really struggled. And I guess the guy that's been losing minutes has been Marching Gortat. Um, he's been really quiet lately. So we've seen he's routinely been a strong finisher. So I I really would hate. I, I think he's a better hold than like Brooke Lopez, who's a popular drop candidate. Like I'd ha- if I'm dropping Gortat, I've got to be picking up somebody I can really really count. Like I wouldn't drop him for Heald. I wouldn't. Dro- I mean, I guess I would drop him for Ellington. I don't know. I still kind of believe, as bad as he's been lately.
1: Well, the problem this year is that there's so many, there's so few reliable bigs. Like you kind of have to hold these guys that are underperforming. So, yeah, hold on, Gortat. At least to the deadline too. Like you never know if Wizards move him. I mean, Gortat has complained about his role the past two years, so you never know if he's gone too. Uh, yeah. But I definitely hold him.
0: Yes, but I mean, just looking at, he's he's been just empty, man. I don't like do you just bench him? I guess if you play in a weekly league, because I mean, he's really not helping you right now. He's also missing yeah. a lot of free throws. I think he's at like forty some, yeah, 48.5% this month. So, wow. And three he's attempts like per game. game. So three attempts per game, that's definitely not nothing.
1: He's like career 70%, isn't he? Yeah, he's, uh,
0: he's had these bad spells. He's been bad free throw percent for a while. But yeah. he's actually, yeah, he's cooled off. He only shot 65% last year, but then he was usually around 70% coming into last season. So, hmm. but yeah. Um,
1: and then Marky Morris, Morris playing the five yesterday. Yeah, a lot of
0: five yesterday. So, Kelly Kel Oubre is really hurting Morris and Gortat. So, um, I think if I had to pick of those three, I'd probably rather own Oubre. Oubre um, in 30 minutes is pretty much rock solid as the Wizards are trying to figure out what they want to do. But I thought it was interesting. So, this little nine-game cold spell they're in, their starters have played well. They actually have a plus 7.2 net rating. And then their next lineups, all with t- more than 10 minutes, are all negative. Um, headline, by- their second unit has been just awful. And then that um, Bournes at the 5 with Ubre lineup, they're minus 7.6 in 50 minutes. And then Ubrey in for Porter, they're also minus 15. So, um, yeah, there's really nothing that's saying. They should. Like We saw Brooks pretty much say, effort's got to change or we're changing the lineup. But again, that first unit's been good offensively, defensively. They've kind of struggled, and we know Brooks likes his defense. And obviously, Brooks, with the way he does his rotations, I usually say starting's overrated. But in uh, a Brooks rotation, is not overrated. He likes to play exactly. his starters together a lot.
1: And another thing too, Otto Porter does not look healthy. That hip issue scares me if I own him. So he's missing a lot
0: of open shots. I was looking at this yesterday. He's his open percentage of like so basically the shots he's taking that are open is down about four percent from last year. So he's getting more difficult shots. Uh, and he's also cold lately. He's missing a lot of jumpers right now. So
1: another but, reason to add Ubre. Yep,
0: yeah, yeah, A lot of reasons to add Ubre right now. He's probably one of the hottest pickups in like a ten teamer. Uh, I For sure. he's owned in most leagues already. Um, John Wall is also kind of cold um, and he, But he's doing so much Besides scoring And actually his line Would have looked a lot worse If not for the last Like 203 shot. He made. He shot and made Three threes So that really Skewed his line Would have looked terrible But now it looks okay so, Nothing really And Bradley Beal I love Bradley Beal man Beast dude yeah. Beast I think he's going to be Top 15 Maybe even better just- than that
1: just one regret. I wish I'd have been higher on him the last two years, just because that leg injury scared me, and we haven't seen anything yeah. about it, so it's that's awesome.
0: Actually, um, kind of want to mention that. Uh, no, let's, let's... you got
1: bad. Don't tell me you got
0: bad news. On no, 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 no. Also talk about Hardaway Jr. Okay, okay, good. So you guys remember the whole leg fracture thing, or stress fracture, to clarify that? Those are risky, man. And we've seen Seth Curry really being held out for a while, and obviously Bradley Beal and Drew Holiday, so. I saw on Twitter some people are a little salty about Hardaway getting I mean I don't, I don't know that's on you, man. Like if you're playing a guy coming off a stress fracture and a back to back with a late start, like yeah. don't blame anybody not to be a jerk, but don't blame anybody but yourself, man. Yeah. Like that's a risky move. Even though I yeah, it, would've, it, would've nice, it would've been nice, it would have been nice if they would have said something. Yeah. But I kinda knew something was up when the Knicks play
1: like he was supposed to have a twenty five minute restriction, but they played him over that restriction in each of the last four games, like a rest day was due.
0: Yeah. He's a back-to-back, man. Like he's going to, yep. he was, you, you, over 55, 75, 25, he was going to sit out one of the two games, man. Yeah, so. for sure. But yeah, tr- stress fractures are, are bad. Um Is, I, is he tibial? Or, I forget which bone it was.
1: They never said, the Knicks yeah, never yeah, said anything. Yeah, yeah, It
0: probably was tibial, man. So basically, if you're not too familiar, basically you have two shin bones. One's like your actual shin. That's the one that gets kicked all the time when you play soccer. And then your fibula yep. is the smaller one. So it's kind of like the equivalent of like a chicken bone one. So your yep. tibia accounts for like 85% of your weight bearing. So that's it. that's important. So like mm-hmm. Beal didn't have that. And uh, Holiday did. So it was a little more odd that uh, um, Beal kept getting hurt. Um, but anyways, yeah, it's going to be uh, – there, there's going to be some days off, man. There's no way. They they really can't – we don't want to see what happened to Drew Holiday happen to him Right. Beal. So. But yeah, he'll probably play tonight. But um, Knicks
1: are sliding too. That's not a good thing for Hardaway or Porzingis.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, so buy, one guy, buy your
1: that, buy your Beasley shares.
0: Yeah, one guy that was shockingly good yesterday. Probably the biggest shocker of the night, or even the week, maybe. Trey Burke, uh, eighteen and ten. Um, this is partially due because no Hardaway Jr. This is bad, man. And on Sunday, I like kind of bashed Frankie Smokes franchise, Frank nitty all that. Like, I, I'm – there's just got to be somebody better to stash than him, man. I really think so. I, I yeah. agree he has upside, but he's just not playing well at all.
1: Hasn't played well in a couple of weeks. It's making me upset, too, because I, I was really, really high on him. We just yeah. haven't seen it yet. We, they were talking about him starting over Jerry Jack about two weeks ago, and since then he's been pretty bad. Yeah. Like, so. I
0: don't – like, I – actually, my hot take on Sunday was I'd rather stash Deontay Davis –
1: Oh, I loved Everett about Davis, I think, yesterday. Yeah, He's, yeah, I love him as a stash, yeah.
0: Yeah, so, um, so again, he played really well. Jack is kind of, fa- and again, because they went with no hard away, that opened up so many minutes to go double point guard. So, mm-hmm. I'm a little worried that somebody's going to lose. I'm, either Jack's going to be under 20, or Neal Aquino's going to be out of the rotation tonight, with her, assuming um, Porzingis plays.
1: Uh, yeah, unless unless Jack's traded, like, this is really, really bad news for Antilakina.
0: Yeah, so, I'm pretty, like, Tommy and I were saying, too, on Sunday, we were like, I'm off, man. Like, if yeah. you just, just want to sit this competition out, I'm done. That's probably the best way I'd go, man. Like, it's going to be such a headache for you.
1: I can see Burke winning the job tonight, though. I, yeah, game. I
0: definitely think so, man. It's a good matchup for him, and he also yep. apparently likes the mountain time zone, because he had that good game in Denver <laughs> and the good game against Utah. So, Nicks
1: Nicks need assets, so if they can turn Burke into an asset, that'd be oh, huge. For no, 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 no one's
0: gonna give anything for that, man. For uh, you never
1: know. Yeah. I just an so. just an asset in general. Yeah. Like a second round pick for Burke or something like that if he plays really really well.
0: Yeah. So you mentioned Beasley. I'm a little bit worried because two games ago when both Hardaway and Porzingis played, he only played 14 minutes. That's noteworthy to me. So mm-hmm. tonight, I'd, if Porzingis plays, and again, don't play. I wouldn't play him in DFS, um, that's Porzingis. I'm nervous, man. Like, he needs to just do some serious damage if he's only going to get 20 minutes, so. I agree you with can. you. But you can, so.
1: Yep. Ceiling's, ceiling's not too high when both Hardaway and Porzingis are active, so. Yeah.
0: So we'll see what happens there. Would you play Burke in a DFS game tonight? I like I said the Hardaway thing kinda of skews everything, so Yeah, not tonight. I'd I'd sit this one out. Yeah. They honest. have another back to back coming up on the thirtieth and the thirty-first, so if we once we get wind and when Hardaway's out, that's probably when I would dial Burke in.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Cool. Uh, Ron Baker, any interest? No. No. <laughs> Ron Burgundy. Uh, I'm Ron Burgundy. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of best mellow's contributions to the Knicks <laughs> when he named nicknamed him Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Uh, Okay, so the Nuggets, they apparently have found their starting lineup with Wilson Chandler off the bench, and they're back to their double-big lineup. But it's worth mentioning, their last two games, both wins. That lineup's actually smashed. They have a plus 27.3 net rating in 42 minutes. That's the best among any combo with at least five minutes on the Nuggets. Um, Malone also had some interesting quotes. Before the game, he said he didn't want Jokic taking as many threes because he wasn't shooting well, which I wholeheartedly disagree with. He was shooting over 40% from three in his first 20 games. He can be a legit upper 30s three-point shooter, which is a good thing. Uh, he also said Gary Harris is the MVP of the team, and then that Jamal Murray is one of the best rebounding point guards, which also Jokic has said similar to. So, um, fallout from this double-big lineup. We know Millsap's probably less than a month away, maybe even almost closer to days than weeks. Um. So make sure I'm. I'm not saying this week, but I'm just saying he's closer to probably like less than a week than he is for like three, four weeks. So
1: yeah, a Nuggets reporter yesterday said All Star break.
0: Yeah, so, he said I'm he was thinking more. around before All Star break. So I don't. I don't know if All Star break's pretty much when you should expect it. Yeah, I think for that's sure. kind of the fair expectation. So let's get into that first. So if you have Trey Lyles or Plumley, are you more nervous about either one of them? Like, how do you feel about how who Millsap's going to affect the most? I think
1: Plumley's a loser when Milsat's back. I mean, they've got to find a way to get Lyles on the floor. He's been awesome. I mean, Plumlee's played well the last two games, yeah, but when Milsat's back, I think you find a way to get more shooting in the floor in Lyles.
0: Yeah, because he definitely, Milsat is more of a Plumlee kind of an offensive player and maybe even yep. defense to a degree. But Lyles is just a phenomenal second-unit player. So, yeah, they need that, man. It, when they lose games, it's usually when their second unit falls apart. So, yeah, Plumlee might
1: get like 12 12- 12 backup center minutes,
0: that's it when Mil- yeah. back. Yeah, I think that's kind of the plan. And Pum- and also pr- both plus passers for their position, Millsap and Palmley. Yep, so. absolutely. Yeah, if I have Lyles, I would need to make a pretty – like I would drop him for like Ubre or Ellington or any of these guys. But I wouldn't drop him for like – actually, we didn't talk about Willie Hearn- – actually, we'll talk about Hernan Gomez in a second. But yeah, if I'm dropping Lyles, it's got to be for a guy that I think is going to be gone off the waiver wire in the next like day.
1: For sure, for sure. So.
0: But he's his upsides, he's going to get hit. We know this. He's not going to really keep it going. He's really dependent on his shooting anyways. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you buying the Wilson Chandler strong game? Um, His stats have kind of been there non-scoring, but he has been a ghost up until last night. So I just chalked it up to revenge game and move along.
1: No, I'm pretty sure you can count his single-digit scoring games on one hand, so I'm passing.
0: Yeah, he's been pretty bad there. So anything else? Nuggets-wise, we kind of got them figured out. Murray's a G. Harris also balling. Barton's been kind of down, but he's getting... Gary those. Harris is like
1: a mini Millsap. He's, he's been so good, man. Yep. Awesome.
0: Uh, anybody else that we can talk about from nope. there? I think we're good there. So, nothing, there's nothing to talk about from the Thunder. I thought the, really the big fantasy takeaway was Ferguson's sneaky, man. Like, Ferguson is kind of creeping into double handcuff territory. Yeah, Robertson had
1: really bad games, too. Yeah, really like bad if, games.
0: if Robertson, Anthony, or George all get hurt, I think Ferguson would become a sneaky pickup. Mm-hmm. So, I
1: think play. he had like 12 points last night.
0: Uh, yeah, 11 with three threes. He's been great. De- solid defensively, actually led the team in plus-minus in 25 minutes. Played down the stretch. Uh, really encouraging stuff from him.
1: Did you hear why Westbrook went off for 46 points? <sighs> yes,
0: I did. Well, he that scored was the 21, in the, 21 so, in the fourth and then he had, like, 11 in the last, like, two minutes and change. Just, like, him and Beal were just going at each other. Beal had 18 in the fourth, too. But, yeah, that was funny in case you missed it. Um, someone told him that he was, like, the last pick, but it turns out it was because of alphabetical. So, are you uh, – everyone wants to draft televised. I honestly – it's cool, but I, start, I don't really care about All-Star game, man.
1: I think it had been pretty funny to see who the last pick yeah. was. I,
0: I think it would have been, like, I would be way more interested to watch the draft than the actual game.
1: Yeah. But. It's always fun to see the players interact, too, like, yeah. talking trash to each other on live TV. That would be pretty funny. For sure.
0: Okay, so let's talk some Warriors really fast. I just want to talk about how stupid Curry and Durant are. So there's only been three players that have been 25 usage rate and 65 true shooting. Besides the two Warriors, and this is the last 15 games played, Um, the third guy's only played 10 games. Guess on who it is? He's on Stephen Curry's all-star team. Uh, I don't even know. Dame Dalla. Nice, nice. 65.7 true shooting, 28.2 usage rate. Dame is just rolling. But that actually pales in comparison to what Curry's doing. So Curry, in 11 games, 29.7 usage rate. 73.5 Seventy three point five true shooting. Like that's like he so I was thinking too. So we all talk about MVP. It was like, Oh Horns went away with it. Oh, here comes LeBron. And now it's like yay, here comes Steph Curry, man. He's just been he's been so so good. And when he's on, man, he's he's just unreal. Yeah, so, if he
1: didn't miss time with that ankle injury, you'd think he'd be the yeah, I think so. I, right if, now. I think yeah. so.
0: If he was playing in all those games, I think he'd be the MVP right now. And he still has time to make up ground, like LeBron's lost so much momentum with all these losses.
1: Yeah, shots are down, defensive stats are down, everything's down. Yeah,
0: like it's. I think it's hard enough if we had to call it today, but and hard to miss games, so it's kind of it's kind of going to be kind of open.
1: And I'm loving this Durant facilitator.
0: Yeah, thing. man, He's first got... time ever back to back double digit dime games. Uh, they yep. have what 37 assists as a team, triple double for him second of the season. Um, where were we at in, on KD and Steph? Like. Or are we worried about him resting? One or? In, number
1: one and two right now, and standard, in my opinion, like at the moment. So yeah, um, are you worried like about? More,
0: the, go
1: ahead. If you if you if you listen to Kerr, it sounds like they want to keep going to Durant too, and his passing. They, they had like if you look online, there's like six different articles about his passing right now. Like they really want to explore this. So that's a really good thing. Could be like a triple double guy now.
0: Yeah, who, anybody. I think Draymond probably loses the most out of that. I agree. Yeah, it's Draymond. Draymond's kind of cooled off. The um, scoring's been down. His blocks are a little bit down. But his, actually, his scoring's been up up until last night. And but then all of his other stats were kind of down. Yeah. So which is again probably a byproduct of Durant passing. And Durant's yep. always been a solid passer, man. Up until like really since he was like twenty four, he's pretty. His turnovers have always
1: been a problem too, though. For like sure. he'll make some wild passes too.
0: For sure. Um, any other Warriors fall out? From this one, not really. Please, please come back, Jordan Bell. I miss you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> See, I miss my my Jordan Bell, my cousin Vinny Griff. Um, also noteworthy, they used the death lineup a lot yesterday. More, I don't have the stat on that, but I'm pretty sure it was more than they used it in either last, like, 10 games. Um, wolves, feed the cat. Um, we love that. Um, big game from him, 31. Only first 30-point game in, like, a month and almost two months, I want to say, or a month and a half, whatever it was. Um, and then Wiggins finally got held in check. Credit Iguodala and KD. Big minutes from Bielitza, been pretty solid. They play on Saturday against the Nets. Probably a good chance that Jimmy's back for that game, and then Jamal Crawford going for 20 off the bench. like That's his calling card. Um, anything else? I mean, it kind yeah. of is what it is.
1: If Butler sits, like I'm streaming Bielitsa, he's been pretty awesome the last yeah. few games.
0: Yeah, big, big minutes. Even with, even with Crawford back, it didn't. Yep. Didn't take any chunk from him, um, but yeah, Ty- Tyus Jones has kind of lost his mojo. We've seen Jeff Teague really heat up, so you pretty much need an injury for him to have value. But he's a pretty, pretty, uh, pretty good handcuff. Teague hasn't really been very durable.
1: All right, Jamal Crawford was a baller last night, by the way. He was awesome. Yeah,
0: Crawford. Yeah, Crawford. He's he does he kept it close. It was like it was crazy, man. It looked like they were going to come back, but then. The Warriors hit like three threes, and it was like a 15-point game within a blink of an eye. Uh, Okay, so moving on, let's talk some stashes. I'll hand it to you on this one. Uh, I talked a lot about it on Sunday, so I don't want to repeat myself. But what what did you feel from those or any of the surprises? Let me put who I added. I didn't talk really about Seth Curry, um, who's interesting, man, because we've seen Wes Matthews is on the trade block. So if you have an open IR spot, I'm interested to see what happens there. We know Dennis Smith Jr. also um, wants to play with Curry. Uh, I mentioned Ken Birch. Burch. The Magic are terrible. They may they may just go nuts and sell everyone off. And then hey, I threw in Alan Williams uh, because I think the Suns are going to try to unload their two bigs. And he was good last year: 11.4 points, 9.1 boards, and basically a block and a steal. And Williams has kind of gone
1: under the radar, hasn't he?
0: Yeah, man, exactly. I was, yeah, the, he, I was trying I to go with said, some under-the-radar guys to mix it up.
1: I think he said uh, – I wrote his blurb like a month ago. I think he said he's targeting like February, which would be like way ahead of schedule. It sounded like at first they were going to hold him out the whole season, but now it sounds like it could be back around yeah. the break even. So, Well,
0: it was only a meniscus tear, man. I mean, those are usually six to eight weekers. So he could, he's his also a heavy. Really
1: What's it's up? different man him. He's pretty heavy, though. That's the thing. True, true.
0: That's a good point.
1: Um, so what else? Yeah, what
0: he's, what he's, else did you? Speaking. Who did you pick? Anybody else that you thought was surprising or anything like that?
1: We both love Deontay Davis. I mean, yes. Blocks are there. Was it 2.3 blocks per 36 minutes? Gotta love that. Um, who else did I have? Willie Hernan Gomez. I, yeah. I actually really love him. Um, <laughs> this is actually funny. If if you notice, like every time Intilakina scores a point, they'll have like an article of him with like three paragraphs of quotes from Hornacek, but when Willie played well. Hornacek goes, yeah, he did. He gave us some minutes. <laughs> That's all he said. Like, I, I can't wait till he's traded. He's gonna be so good somewhere else.
0: Oh yeah. So you think you think that he'll be?
1: Yeah, Hornacek. If you if you listen to like all the beat writers, they think Hornacek hates Hernan Gomez. They said he came to training camp full of himself and all this stuff. So, I think he's out of there. Plus, keep in mind, he, Hernan Gomez is the only big that can trade and get something good in return.
0: Yeah. I think Oquinn could get him something.
1: A second pick, second round. Yeah, pick. pretty much. Yeah, I think it's Hernan Gomez moving,
0: or maybe a reclamation project like a like a whoever Trey Burke is, but like two years ago. Right. You know, like it's like oh, he's probably pretty bad, but we'll just trade him now and get at least something for him. Yeah. Like maybe like Mario yeah.
1: Yep. So. Uh, another good one is Greg Monroe. He's been awesome the last two games, man. If he gets yeah. If he just goes anywhere and gets twenty-four minutes, like he's top seventy-five,
0: is he though? I don't see. I don't see how it's going to happen, though.
1: He is because he's he's always been a good guy in steals. He gets good field goal percentage. He gets rebounds, good points. Just these twenty-four minutes.
0: But wait, so I don't think he can get twenty-four minutes anywhere else, though. Uh, there's there's a few
1: teams that could use a big like Monroe. Yeah,
0: like Cavs, Dallas. Dallas. I don't know. I just. I just see him going somewhere where he's going to be the third center. Like I think that's the most likely outcome.
1: Maybe the Sun shut down Tyson Chandler and just give him Dennis yeah. minute. <laughs> that's what you want.
0: That's what you want. Yeah. Which is possible. And then Alex Lynn's got this ankle injury thing again, so
1: And his yeah. ankle injuries have been a problem for like 5 years mm-hmm. too, so Yeah,
0: surgery on both. I think the right one's the worst one of the two. Yep. So. Um there one's the I saw he got some love. What? Yeah. What you, I I don't. I'm good. I'm good there.
1: Only if he's traded, like Dallas yeah. wants to know part of him. I, yeah. I wrote that they called him the Tyson Chandler starter kit last season. and Now yeah. he's eating hot dogs at halftime. Yeah, so.
0: hot dogs all nothing or all relish. So I don't <laughs> I don't relish the chance to pick up uh, pick up Noel. Actually, there was um, you hear about this this uh, Taco Bell candlelight vigil thing? I did not. Yeah, this is some stupid story in Alabama. Um, their Taco Bell got burned down, and like these idiots had like a candlelight vigil for the Taco Bell. And the poor repo- the poor reporter, she dropped like over the <laughs> over the top puns. To like she kept saying "tacoing about," like talking about, but taco. She used it like four times. like, oh god. Like, oh my I appreciate god. Appreciate a awesome. pun, but you're gonna use the same one four times over and over again. It wasn't even that creative. <laughs> Come on now. But, anyways.
1: There's also another good. One. A lot of people had Bobby Portis, which is yeah. kind of sneaky too, because Miritich, not only Miritich, but Robin Lopez too, also might get moved. So.
0: Yeah. Well, the Bulls are playing well though. Like they're, I don't know if they're. We, we never really know with the Bulls. Like you would think they would shut dudes down, try to fight for like a top seven, eight, top pick, but they're kind of like they're kind of been hanging around five hundred. They're eighteen and thirty. They're not yeah. that far out of it.
1: They didn't realize the rest of the NBA was going to be this bad this year. For
0: reals, man.
1: Like, this is a tough year to tank. There's just so many bad teams.
0: Yeah. It's, there's not, like, t- all, like, all of, like, the Portises, the Hernan Gomez's. Like, those are kind of the high-key stashes. Mm-hmm. So, those are guys who are probably owned in, in most of your leagues. So, check that out. Check the column out for some more low-key ones. Um, I kind of focus for IR spots for Curry and those guys. Um, West getting traded would be huge. So... Definitely. But they want a first round, and they should, man. Wes is good. He's having a really good season lately. You definitely don't want him to get traded if you have Wes. Yeah. Okay, so we are out of here on that. You guys enjoy your Friday. Ten games today. I think we have quite a few games tomorrow, too. Um, some early ones. What is it, nine games tomorrow, something like that. So, cool. yeah, pretty pretty sweet stuff. Do um, so You guys take care. No football, and then Super Bowl a week from now. Nice. All right. You guys take care. Thanks for going on, Jonas. Thanks, man. Dietz Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference.